Hello and welcome to another episode of Functionally Autoimmune. I'm Brandy and I will be your host. Today on episode 4 I want to talk to you a little bit about labs, lab values, conventional lab values versus functional lab values, and what are some good tests for us to get to maintain our health. So when you have an autoimmune condition, first step is to find out if you have one and then is to manage that um, autoimmune condition so that it doesn't get worse and so that you can minimize your symptoms. And the best way to do that is to find out what your triggers are, what other issues you have going on in your body, and what things you can do to minimize inflammation in your body. So there are several tests that a functional medicine doctor will ask you to do to find out those answers to put together a plan for you um, to determine what your triggers are, your best diet, your best um, things to avoid, things to eat, those types of things. So we'll get right into it. The first one is food intolerance testing. So it's important to do a food intolerance testing because that's going to show what types of foods that you're eating that you're having a reaction to. Okay, so a lot of people will say, oh, I know that I am gluten intolerant or I know that I have a wheat allergy or whatever, and that's great. It's good that you know that those things are there because then you know to avoid them. But with the food intolerance testing, it actually brings out a lot of things that you didn't realize that you were intolerant to. So they test things from nuts and seeds, uh, grains, uh, shellfish, seafood, meats, all sorts of things. So if you get a really good high quality food intolerance test, it will tell you what you're reacting to and what level that reaction is. So um, are you having a mild reaction, a moderate reaction, a very high reaction? And then from that, you can do an elimination diet based on those results, take those foods out, see how you feel without them, and then similar to the autoimmune protocol, you slowly add them back in and see if you're having symptoms to them. Um, So the food intolerance testing is a great way to find those answers without having to um, eliminate everything and then just waiting to see what you find. So highly recommend food intolerance testing. Um, The other would be gut health testing. So there are several different ways and you can do this at home, you can do this with a physician. Um, Luckily now we have so many different options for home testing where you can go online, you can order a test, they send it to you, you do everything at home, you send it off and the the lab will run the results and email those right to you. So that's an amazing tool that you can have at home. So gut health testing checks for um, candida, it checks for overgrowth of yeast, um, any type of infections you might have going on in your stomach, leaky gut, all of those types of things that cause us digestive issues. Um, and leaky gut and gut issues are very common in anyone with autoimmune conditions. So it's very important to find out what your gut health is and to really pinpoint what those specific issues are so that you can then treat those specific issues and get rid of them. So, you know, parasites is something we don't think about very often because we're people and, you know, it's kind of gross and we're like, oh, that's something that dogs get. You know, people don't get parasites. Well, we do. And the reality is that most of us on the planet are walking around with parasites inside of us all the time and we don't know it. So part of a really good gut health test is checking for parasites. Um, If you do happen to have those, there are several different medications and vitamin supplements that you can take that will help flush them out. Um, So it doesn't mean that you're stuck with them forever. Um, But just know that that parasites is a possibility. And it's not that they're 
really being super harmful to you and the fact that, you know, you need to go to the emergency room because you have a parasite. It's nothing like that. But but they do, you know, things that you eat over time, they can colonize in your stomach and you have to get rid of them. So a really good gut health test will find all of those answers for you. It will also help you determine what pre or probiotics you need to take because it'll be able to tell you what's colonizing your stomach and, um, you know, what good bacteria is in there, what bad bacteria is in there, and what ratio you have so that you can properly refeed your stomach what it needs, okay? Another test is the blood chemistry test. So a lot of us have had that. That's pretty common, right? That's when we go to the doctor, we get our CBCs checked, um, they're making sure that you have you know, a certain amount of white blood cells and red blood cells and, you know, is everything clotting the way it's supposed to, all of those types of things. So that's pretty common if you go and you have an annual exam. More often than not, they're going to at least do a panel of CBC just to make sure that everything looks good. So it's still another really good test to have um, when you're on this journey because it gives you a good idea of if you have any infections going on or anything else happening in your body by looking at those blood cells. Um, another one that people don't really think about is a chemical and metal sensitivity um, test. So why do we care about chemicals and metals? Well, all of the chemicals and metals that we come into contact with these days are very inflammatory to our body. Okay, so if you cook dinner and you use a Teflon pan, those metals are actually getting into your food. Even though we can't see them and we can't taste them, very small particles of that metal is getting into your food and getting into your body. So over the years, a buildup of that metal can actually cause us issues and cause us stomach problems and other things to happen in our body. It can be a major trigger for autoimmunity. Um, it for some people that can't figure out what their flare-ups are and how to manage their condition, a lot of times it's chemicals and metals. And the reason that they can't figure out how to manage it is because it's one of those things that people don't think about. Um, you know, if you're a gardener and you like to be out in the garden and you put fertilizer on your tomatoes and your, your vegetables that you're planting and you think that you're doing great because you have these organic vegetables that you're cooking, or cooking, sorry, that you're planting and and harvesting at home and you're eating them um, and you know you buy the healthy organic pesticides and you think that you're doing everything possible over time even those healthy organic pesticides have chemicals in them and those make their way into our bodies so we have to be aware that those are things that can be causing us issues too so there are chemical and metal metal sensitivity tests so you know mercury iodine, all sorts of different things it will test and tell you if you're having a sensitivity to anything like that. What that test will help do is then help you find ways to avoid that. So, you know, maybe if you're having um, some chemical reactions and you find out that, oh, I can't eat out of a plastic container anymore, I can't drink out of a plastic cup, that's fine. You switch to glass, right? Which we actually encourage anyone with autoimmunity to do anyway is to not eat or drink out of plastic because they do have so much chemicals in them um, to really switch to glass because it's just a safer, less inflammatory product to use. Okay, so you can kind of figure out those things by doing that test. Um, an adrenal function test. So I've mentioned before that stress is a huge trigger when it comes to autoimmunity and as much as we can try and minimize stress by doing meditation or yoga or going for walks or whatever works for you, a hot bath on a Sunday, whatever it is that works, reducing stress is very important. But you can actually take an adrenal function test and it will help determine 
how much stress is on your body. So, you know, it can it can really find out are your adrenals just running crazy because there's so much stress and so much cortisol that they are just out of whack and it's having a hard time keeping up or are your adrenals going really well because you're really not that stressed and maybe stress isn't your trigger. Maybe you're handling stress great and you're one of those lucky people that doesn't have stress. So, like I've said, autoimmune diseases while you and I may have the exact same Hashimoto's disease, we have very, very different bodies. And so our reactions and our triggers and what's going on inside of our body that's wreaking havoc is very different. So your adrenals might be perfectly fine and you're stress-free and you're managing that great, whereas my adrenals might be out of control and it's something that I need to focus on and get back into control so that I can manage my flare-ups and my autoimmune condition. So it's another great, great test to have. Um, Another one is hormone testing. For obvious reasons, we all know that if our hormones are out of whack, then our body's out of whack, right? So we're talking estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, cortisol is one, um, the stress hormone. So we need all of those hormones to be working together and in order so that our bodies can function correctly. So it's very important for both men and women to get hormone testing done because as we age and if we have a chronic condition and if we have autoimmunity, it's very, very easy for those hormones to get a little bit messed up and a little bit hairy because it doesn't really know what's going on in our bodies and it's trying to adjust um, to all the inflammation and all the issues going on. While it thinks it's helping us by adjusting, it's actually hurting us. So we have to know what's going on so that we can help that, right? Does it mean you have to take a hormone pill? Maybe. Does it mean that maybe you don't eat soy as much? Well, soy is one of our main inflammatory triggers when we talk about the autoimmune protocol, so not so bad to get rid of that anyway. Um, So there are different things that you can find out with your hormones and what exactly is out of whack and what to do with it. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be on a hormone pill forever, but it's good to know that that's something um, to keep an eye on. And another test I'm going to talk about is DNA genetic testing. Now, DNA testing is very popular right now because everybody wants to know what their heritage is and where they came from and all that fun stuff, and that's really very exciting. But why it can be important is because, if you remember, I've mentioned before that autoimmunity is actually genetic, right? It doesn't mean that you're going to get it if somebody in your family has it, but you have a better chance if you Um, have the gene that causes autoimmunity. So the DNA genetic testing will help you determine if you have that gene or not. So that's pretty important to know. On the thyroid side of things, there are several tests that you want to get. And these are tests that you need to ask your doctor for. Uh, The first one is TSH. Okay, it's the thyroid stimulating hormone. Now the tricky thing about TSH, and it's the one that doctors usually will happily um, order for you, is that it's actually a marker for the pituitary gland. It's actually not marker uh, for the thyroid or the thyroid hormone at all. It's telling you what the pituitary gland is doing. But with other tests and other labs, it's, it's a good marker because it tells you if something's going on. But by itself, it's not helpful at all. Uh, free T3 is helpful because that's your active thyroid hormone and it lets you know how much is floating around in your blood, okay? Free T4 is thyroid stores. So how much of your thyroid hormone is being stored? Um, Reverse T3 is the inflammation marker. 
So how much stress is in the body? Um, how much inflammation do you have going on? So those are both, all three very, very important. Um, all three of those together will give you a good idea of how your thyroid's working, okay? But without the TPO or TGB, those are the antibody tests. Without those, you have no way of knowing if you have the thyroid antibody that indicates that you have Hashimoto's and an autoimmune condition, right? So that is the one that a lot of doctors like to leave out, but it's very important that you have that antibody test. The other tests are vitamin specific. So vitamin D, vitamin Bs, magnesium, um, zinc, selenium, those are all different items that are very common in autoimmune conditions to be deficient in. So having those tests will tell you if you actually have a deficiency. Almost 97% of people with autoimmune conditions have a vitamin D deficiency. So it's really important to get that checked. Now your doctor will start you on a vitamin D vitamin, uh, vitamin supplement and then we have to recheck you. So it's very important to continue monitoring vitamin D if you're taking it. Okay, so if you find out that you're deficient, they'll tell you how much to take and they'll kind of monitor that because they might have to go up on it so you can um, actually get your vitamin D levels up or they might have to go down a little bit so you can maintain. So important to keep track of those. Um, ferritin is important because that's your iron stores. Um, so again, it's very common to have low iron and I don't necessarily mean anemia. Um, you can be anemic, but you can also have just low iron. So you have to figure out exactly what's going on um, with your iron count and find out if that's a supplement that you need to take. Um, the other is C-protein reactin. Um, so C-protein reactin is a test that is done to also determine how much inflammation is in the body. So it's your inflammatory status. It also can impact your T4 to T3 conversion. So if you have a very high C-reactin, then it's very possible that your T4 and T3 are not converting the way that they're supposed to, and so then the body can't use them the way that they're supposed to. And without that test, you have very little way of knowing that. Um, C-reactin is also an indicator of heart disease and stroke. So if you have a very high one, it's an indicator that you have a higher uh, propensity to having a stroke or heart attack. Okay, so all important things to know, right? So you know, take these labs, write them down, ask your doctor if they provide any of these, if they're willing to write any of these for you. Um, like I said, you can get a thyroid test at home, prick your finger, send it back, and they'll give you a result, and you can walk into your doctor with that um, armed and ready to go. The same with all of these other tests. Almost every test I mentioned today you can do at home now, which is great. And they're not super expensive. Um, they're very affordable. They come to your house. You collect your specimen in the comfort of your home. You send it back, and some very qualified um, lab technicians and MDs will read those and send those results back to you. Now, a quick caveat to that is I've mentioned before the difference between conventional lab values and functional lab values. Now, one thing to note is different labs have different values. So the range that you get back from your TSH might look a little bit different depending on which lab you sent it to. But if you are looking at conventional lab values, they're gonna be a much wider range than if you're looking at functional or optimal lab values. So for TSH, let's just say for example, 
conventional medicine will say uh, 0.3 to 5 is your is your range. So if your TSH is anywhere between 0.3 and 5.0, you're normal. Well, functional medicine says, no, no, that's way too wide of a range. Um, that's not optimal. We don't see the best results and our patients don't have the best life um, outcomes and symptom management and all of those things at that wide range. So they may take it and say, no, we like 0.3 to 3.0. Okay, so they really tighten those down to a more optimal range. Now you might find that you had a 3.25 um, TSH and in normal conventional range, they say you're normal and you're fine, don't worry about it. But now when you look at functional optimal ranges, you are now out of range, right? So it's very important to check your values against a functional medicine lab value okay and I can tell you you can find those all over the place um, I really encourage you to find a wonderful physician that understands these lab values and can can really interpret them well I know that can be hard to do especially depending if you live like in a remote location and you only have maybe a couple of doctors and none of them are really well versed on autoimmune diseases it can be tricky and frustrating um, but just know that there are a lot of resources and options out there to find a doctor, even remotely, even telephysicians to be able to talk to on the phone. There are online um, medical institutes now that you can go online and find a doctor that will read your labs and talk to you. There's so many different options. You don't have to suffer in silence and just hope that one day they'll understand. You don't have to do that. So really find... Um, a way to look at your values both conventionally and functionally so that you have a good understanding of what your values really are. Um, there are several resources online um, of functional medicine doctors who have posted what their uh, functional lab ranges are and I encourage you to take a look at those. I think that it's a great eye-opener to see the difference between what your lab results printed out say and what those functional medicine results say. But also note that sometimes those lab values have been posted online um, years ago. So really pay attention to when that lab value set was posted. And typically if you're online, you can scroll all the way to the bottom and there's a date that says uh, posted on, so 2017, 2018. Um, when you see that, just make sure it's in, within the last two years. Okay, If you go any further than that, it can get a little tricky. Um, and I only say that because the endocrinology um, community has actually lessened their severity of the wide ranges. Um, so they've brought their ranges in a little bit. They're still not quite a functional range, but at least they're, they're doing something. Um, so just make sure that you're the closest to um, today as possible. And definitely take a look and just compare them and see what you think and what you find. And it's okay to take your lab values, print them out with a functional one, and take it to your doctor and say, why do these not match? What's the difference? Please explain this to me. That is absolutely okay. Um, just remember, your doctor works for you, okay? They, you're the one that pays them. They're there for you. They're there to serve you. That physician works for you, okay? And I think people forget that. They're there for you. So if you walk in there and you ask a question about your lab values and they don't feel comfortable or don't want to answer, you know what? It's time to find a new doctor that's willing to work for you, okay? So that's all I have today. I wanted to make sure that you guys knew about all these lab values. Go out there, research them, 
read into them, ask your physicians about them, think about it. What do you think would be the best for you to start with? You know, what are you most interested in? Do you want to know your food intolerances? Do you want to know your chemical and metal intolerances? Just pick one and start somewhere, okay? And remember, your doctor works for you, so if you need to fire them and hire somebody else, go for it. You find somebody that will help you find the answers that you need to manage your symptoms and live your best life because reality is we only get one shot at it, we only get one body, and it's ours to take care of. So thank you everybody for listening, and I will talk to you again next week. Welcome to the show, and thank you so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens with 75 absorbable vitamins and minerals in just one scoop per day. I've increased my energy, immune function, and so much more. AG is a non-negotiable part of my daily routine. For your own risk-free AG plus 20% off and free vitamin D3 K2 supplement, go to www.athleticgreens.com backslash functionally autoimmune or look in the notes of this podcast and you can find the link there. Trust me, you want to add Athletic Greens to your day. It makes such a huge difference.